This is Iron Mike Stedman. And on this episode of Dog Whistle Branding, Bill and I discuss websites and why it's a mistake for veteran-owned businesses to focus more on building their website than they are at dialing in their branding and driving revenue with their perfect customer. Before you hear from Bill and I, be sure to subscribe to the Dog Whistle Branding newsletter at the link in the show notes. Be sure to also connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of today's show. All right, Gunny, take it away. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. Welcome to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide weekly tack planning on marketing, brand strategy, and category design for early and growth stage veteran-owned small businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, and CEO of Ironbound Media, a podcast production agency that helps veteran-owned businesses create, distribute, and grow branded podcasts in order to engage with your ideal audience. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com to stay up to date on all things DWB and our work at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. Saddle up, lock and load. Bill, welcome back to Dog Whistle Brandy. Lock and load, Mike. Websites. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we're talking about websites today, y'all, because Bill will text (laughs) me one day and he'll be like, on the next podcast, we're going to talk about websites because I'm sick of people that have no revenue, that don't know who their perfect customer is, that are just wasting time. And I get on a call with them and they want to talk about how they're waiting for the website to launch. And it's just like, what are you waiting on? Yeah. Yeah. I had three of those conversations in the last, I don't know, two weeks. Not only are they wasting time, Mike, but they're wasting money, tons of it. They're just literally walking out in the street and burning the 5,000, 10,000, whatever they spent to get a web developer to build their website and all the stupid decisions that they're making. Oh my gosh. And uh, let me just say, we all need websites that, that, that I'm not anti website. I'm anti unprepared to build a website. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. You're talking about taking time to like figure out your branding, your perfect customer, how you're showing up to the world, right? Like all the stuff that's going to drive value to your customers. Building a website without having a dog whistle brand is like putting a cart before the horse. Like you have no idea how you're showing up to the world. You have no idea where to drive people or how to deliver value. And so it's like, you're right. Like, and for small business owners, there's no reason they should be spending that long on the website unless they're like literally selling products through the website. Like I'll give you Billy Fedorko, Admiral Distribution, right? So they have their whole kind of system set up. But again, you look at his website, it ain't the most elaborate thing in the world. And he's, he's bringing like real, real value to people, like millions of dollars of it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and I remember back when Billy didn't have a website, thank goodness, because Billy wasn't quite sure uh, what his brand was, what his products and services were, and how to communicate those. Obviously, he was communicating because Billy was on the street. He's a badass. Naval Academy, just 
fantastic guy who I think I met in 17. But anyway, um, he, he had, he had some revenue, which means people were responding, but he didn't have a website over the next year or two. Not only did he build out his systems, processes, product services, but he built out his brand, which then became the website that you see. And yes, not only does he generate millions and millions and millions of dollars, but he's become a target for strategic acquisition. That's how effective Billy is. And he started without a website. So are you saying that the people that are coming to you, are they like early stage? Or are these people that are like growth stage, have revenue, and they're fucking around with websites? Uh, both. I had one growth stage who was dinging around with a web, a so-called website update. And when I asked him basic questions, Mike, who's your perfect customer? They could not tell me. And then the other two were early stage. Um, maybe uh, I think both of them had a handful of customers and they thought now's the time to build the website. And they were going to, one guy was going to spend like eight and another guy was going to spend like, I don't know, 12, 15 grand on a website. And, and I asked them again, basic questions, you know, and they did not know the answers. Where does that come from? Why such emphasis on the stuff, the trivial stuff, right? Like I was texting with my girlfriend, Simone, the other night about it. They said that like 86% of small businesses in America the owner makes less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. That. And when I look at people and how they're focusing their time, effort and limited resources on the TikToks of the world and all this stuff that people tell them is going to drive, you know, real revenue and all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm not surprised because I'm like all these small business owners are like focused on the wrong thing. And yeah. I feel like working with you helped me like get through all the bullshit Cause I remember you telling me, Mike, slick your hair back, comb your beard. I was like, what are you talking about? You know, I remember when it was like crickets sitting at my, my computer, you know, it's like you have this great idea and you're all excited. And then there's what, there's no momentum. There's nothing happening. It's just quiet, right? Yeah. Like you fire off an email, you're super excited, but nobody follows you back. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, but now there's like real demand taking place for Ironbound media. Right. Because I feel like I'm focusing on the right stuff. Yeah. And I did not fucking promote my website. I didn't even go public with Ironbound Media on anything until like a year later. It wasn't until like a year after I had been, you know, out there hooking and jabbing and onboarding clients. Yeah, I, yes. Um, <clears throat> I, I can validate uh, what you said about yourself that um it's what you and i agree with and it's what the advice i think that i gave you i said mike you you can get uh your business off the ground you can get revenue flowing you can get income flowing into your bank just by connecting with the people down the street with the connecting with the people that you know but when you connect with them you are able to describe uh, whom you're looking for, my perfect customer. The problem that you can uniquely solve and and then what that solution is and then what the benefits are from trusting you to solve that problem. See, you can 
you can get 10 customers just by reaching out. The, 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 your website is reaching out to people who have no idea who you are. Who knows how they find you? Most websites don't get found anyway unless somebody's got the URL because you're like on the 4,000th page of the Google search, you know, you're like, Oh, I'm going to be found when this I'm going to do SEO. So first you're going to get a website and then you're going to pay somebody for SEO. And you, all you're doing is burning money out in the street, burning money. And those vendors are doing, they're not doing anything wrong. They're just doing their job. You know, Yeah. if you don't have a trained dog and you leave your dog alone and your dog chews the pillow on your couch, was that a bad dog? No, that was a dog being a dog. That dog just didn't know that you don't allow pillow chewing in your house. It's the same with your website person. They don't know that you don't know what you're doing. They're just going to do the website. So, Mike, you got those customers the harder way. Billy got his by driving down the street to construction sites, introducing himself, bringing him some donuts and some coffee and closing deals. People think that there's this magical moment where the web developer calls you and says, dude, your site's alive. It's alive. And then you go, holy shit, I need to get a 10 line phone. I need to up my storage on my Gmail account because I'm going to have so many deals. And then like Mike said, crickets. Crickets, man. You got to get momentum. You've got to get people, like you said, people have to look for you. So what I like to think about is like, okay, what is the customer journey looking like? Right? So chances are, let's say, hey, I'm just starting out. I got to go. People, nobody knows what I do, whatever. So I need to go where people already are. Like you said, Billy Fedorico, grabbing a cup of coffee, some donuts, going out there and talking to people. And then when they want to find out more information about who we are and what we do, maybe they go back to, you send them a link to the website and it's just like a quick, simple, hey, this is what we do. Value proposition, perfect customer, immediate next steps, book a consultation. That can be something so quick on just like a one page, but you got to think through like, how are you deploying this asset? And I think you're right. I think everyone now, and I see it more and more as people are coming into entrepreneurship, they're hiding behind the internet and confusing that with like sales or sales well, this activity. Is I, this is what I told those three people with the greatest of respect. And, and really, I mean, we really don't know each other. One of the guys I kind of knew, but the other two, it was more or less, we'd had a few chats on LinkedIn and then they asked mm-hmm. to talk to me. And, you know, I always say, well, how can I be of value? And, and you know, and I, I literally felt like they wanted to ask me, how could, how am I going to handle this onslaught of customers? Because my website's going to be done soon. And, and so I always speak my mind. Uh, sometimes that's welcome. Sometimes it's not. But I feel it's respectful to speak my mind. And I was speaking to one of them who who literally, like you said, Mike, did not know the basics uh, uh, about their business. No, they knew the their skill, they knew their passion, and they knew what they wanted to do. But what they didn't know is who do you want to do it with? And how many of them can you do it with? And why do you believe that that what you believe related to that? And how do you communicate that? Complete 
question mark in their eyes when I brought that up. But Mike, these are the basics of of getting that business off the ground, getting going from 10 to 100 customers. Yeah, I like to think of it as, um, like you say, flipping that sales funnel upside down. And I had this analogy the other day when I was talking with someone. I've never worked construction in my entire life, right? That's not my thing, all right? But for some reason, the brick, the bricklayer who's out there slaving away 10, 12 hours of the day in the hot sun to bring in revenue, right? When we're first starting out, we somehow think we can work on sales for like an hour, you know? And that like will be good for the day, you know? And it's like that hard work, that same kind of hard work we were used to, like you said, whether you're a laborer or you're in the military or whatever, we're not applying that same level of hard work in the right areas that are going to drive the most value. And so again, like you said, we're not saying you don't need a website. What we're saying is don't put the cart before the horse, right? Uh, need the two columns of the OPB, right? That's your brain. You're going to dial in your core, your, you know, your core values, your core purpose, your bold beliefs, right? Then you need what, like what you're charging, your menu of products and services or something, right? You know, how you're actually generating revenue. And then you need a flywheel, which is going to drive momentum and make all of this stuff work. And in those early days, when you're out there validating the business model, i.e., do you have something that somebody's willing to pay for? You're just going to figure that out by talking to people, looking them in the eyes and charging them on the spot. And and we're not doing it through a survey. We're not doing, um, hey, Mike, I just want to ask you this question. If I had this XYZ, would you be interested in buying it? Mike goes, of course. That's amazing. I can't wait to have it out. And then I come back to you. I say, hey, Mike, I got my XYZ. So, well, I th- I'm going to think about it. What I'd rather do is go, hey, Mike, I've got this XYZ. You're one of my beta customers. You're one of my first 50 customers of, of 5 million that I'm going to have. I, I'd love to sell this to you for a dollar. I'd love to sell this to you for a hundred dollars. I'd love to, you know, have you buy this for a thousand dollars, whatever it is. They're a beta customer. You give them a deal. But when money changes hands, you begin to have a business. When opinions change hands, you're not quite sure what you got. And so that's why I say when it comes to small business, corporate America, they need to do surveys and they can do surveys. And I totally get that. But in small business, what we need is the interchange of uh, uh, goods and services for hard-earned gold bullion. I got it in my pocket. I'm giving it to you. And then you say, thank you very much. Here's your good. Here's your service. Blah, blah, blah. Are you happy? Would you like more? Do you know somebody who wants this? That sort of thing. Now we've got a business. And websites don't do that. Generally speaking, now, if you're selling a widget on a website, okay, if that's the way that your store operates, meaning you can't sell, you don't have a retail store, you don't have wholesale distribution, then fine, get your website up just enough that you could send people there and say, push this buy button, that's fine. But what most websites that these people uh, that I was, these three I was talking to, they were looking at their website to generate leads, Mike which then turn into revenue. So th- this was more like B2B or B2C, but not B2C, like push the butt buy now button. And so they had to generate an interested lead 
And they had no idea anything about that lead. They didn't know anything about that lead's problem. They were totally clueless. That's not okay. You know what I'm embarrassed to say, Bill? Like, I've always heard people talk about the CRMs and qualified leads and all that other stuff. But, like, I just wasn't at that level in my own entrepreneur journey. But as we've just been growing at Ironbound Media, and I've gotten a better understanding of, like, the value we deliver and our perfect customer. Like, I told my marketing person, dream 100. I want my dream 100 list of prospects and clients that I would love to work with. Right. And the other thing is just not about money. It's about people I enjoy being around. Like I love what I do because I get to spend time with clients that I actually would hang out with, you know? So it's like, it's very enjoyable, but you're right. Like, it's not just like, Oh, I'm expecting these random people to just kind of come to Ironbound Meet. It's like, I have a list. Okay. And now we reverse engineer the process and think through what does their customer journey look like? You know, how do we provide value to them relative to everyone else in the market who does something similar to what we do, but we've carved out our own niche, our own category uh, with the dog whistle branding. So you got to know, you have to know who you're for. Better yet, you have to know who you're not for. Then you can know who you're for. And you need to go out there and focus your time and attention on that. All this other stuff is just vanity metrics. And it's crazy because I see my small business peers and I feel like I'm light years ahead of them, you know? And it's just like- I'm not trying to say that like facetiously, but it's just like, I see them struggling and stuck and I'm like, I want to shake them. And I'm just like, dude, you're focusing on the wrong things. Well, Mike, um, you know, you're, you're not saying that to impress us. You're just saying that to impress upon us that there was, is kind of like this pre mic and this post mic pre mic was wanting a business had his car up on blocks you know with the tires gone had a little bit of money in his savings account i think he had a credit card and you didn't have a lot going on it's because you didn't know what to do and so the purpose of this podcast and 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 the gist of what you just said is that many people listening probably are great humans badass level they're not getting results And that's probably a combination of they don't know what to do or they're not doing what they know they should do because they think there's another shiny thing out there that they're going to discover any second now. And then that'll be the magic golden goose. There is no golden goose. It's hard ass work. If, if launching a small business or growing a small business was easy, then the, then SBA statistics would be, the opposite of something like 85% of small businesses go out of business or get shut down or the entrepreneur goes get a job within five years. It's hard as hell. So, you know, I'm I'm encouraging your listeners to take notes. We've mentioned a couple of things. We mentioned Flywheel. That's a Jim Collins concept. You can Google it or better yet, contact Mike. We talked about brand bold beliefs. Ask me, ask Mike. Uh, We talked about your core, your core values, your core purpose. Those things don't magically happen on your brain. Uh, Ask us. We'll tell you. We'll point you to the resources. And and then these things then, Mike, are all the inputs to your website that generate leads, which eventually become sales. I recently did a LinkedIn post, right? 
um, where I was kind of talking about, I've just kind of been sharing on my LinkedIn page about my thought process, how I'm thinking, sharing some lessons learned from the Lions Pride, et cetera. And I wanted to post, you commented, you said, hey, Iron Mike, you're, you remain a badass inspiration, but I want you to think about something. Think of yourself as a small business owner rather than a startup entrepreneur. And I want to emphasize, mm. why do you emphasize the small business component? What is so important about understanding that? Yeah. Um, well, I, I have a concept called act as if. <clears throat> uh, when, when you were in Marine boot camp, you acted as if you were a Marine, but you were not a Marine yet. You were still learning the very, very basics and your drill sergeants knew it. And they hoped to goodness that you would learn them and become a Marine. Um, the same thing comes with people who want to start businesses. When you start a business, you're what I call the startup entrepreneur. I equate entrepreneur with the person who isn't growing a business yet, the person who's starting a business. And so you've got a napkin, you've got an idea, you've got, you know, whatever it is. Maybe you have, you have two customers, but you really don't have a business yet. I suggest to people all the time, wherever you are, that you become a small business owner. You begin to act as if you are the $5 million, $50 million, $500 million business owner. Then I believe your actions become more targeted uh, to where you want to end up as opposed to where you are. Sometimes I have met people, you met them too, Mike, who I see, you know, Every six months, every year, every two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to launch that business. I've got this really great idea. And I'm like, when are you going to do something as opposed to talk about something? Well, I need to raise this money. I need to do this. I need it. No, you don't. You need to go get two customers, open your trunk, sell the shit out of your, your trunk at the Little League game, but get somebody to go, oh, I heard your pitch pretty good. I see your product. Here's some money. Now you got something. So to me, Mike, the difference between calling ourselves startup entrepreneurs, which we all, if we started a business, we were that. But now you, me, and the people that you're surrounding yourself, many of them are business owners, growth business owners. I think that's a different mentality. It's also a different action set. Fire. Bill, man, I'm telling you, we're dropping a lot of dimes for uh, our listeners here, man, because again, we've all been in the stages where they're at. And so like you're speaking from experience and you've seen this over and over and Mm. over again. So we got to focus on the right things. Now, as we wrap up, one thing I want to do is, you know, you and I, right, we're about giving people value and making sure that we're about getting shit done, not just talking about it. So what's three actionable tips? you would like to leave our listeners with for today? Mm -hmm. I I would love you to shift your mindset from um, a website comes first to my preparation for a website comes first. Number two, uh, we've given away a lot of free resources. You can reach directly out to Mike or me. We'll give you those resources again. But the pre-work to your website, uh, what I call your company core, your 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 core purpose, your company's core purpose, 
your company's core values, what we call your BHAG and your X factor, shifting over to your brand journey. What are your bold beliefs? What are your brand promises? Who's your perfect customer? This is all pre-work that you do and you fill that out. You actually write that out so that you could share it with a web developer or a copywriter or something like that. And then I think the third thing that I would say, Mike, is put Mike's next episode on your podcast listening list. The one thing that I have appreciated in in, in co-hosting this with Iron Mike is this. It's actionable. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've met a lot of podcasters. And what and and it's not there's nothing abnormal about this but i think in my world when a podcast lifts itself up to the point where you're not just interested and intrigued you actually stop the podcast to implement something during the podcast or immediately thereafter you see that's the kind of podcast I want to be part of, and that's what Mike is doing here. So what I, I want to encourage listeners to do is to change their mindset about which comes first, their website or other stuff. Number two, tap into these resources that we're giving you. And number three, do something darn it with all these resources. Don't keep doing or thinking what you were thinking, because all you're going to get is what you were getting. I want to say this, too. I keep telling people, man, get a business coach. I like Bill, I swear to God, like I, every small business owner I come across, the number one piece of advice I say is get a business coach. It's yeah. a, it's a game changer, yeah. you know, and me and you were texting back and forth during the week, talking about different stuff. We're engaging yeah. in our private uh, Slack channel at the lion's pride. And it's just, this shit is just too hard to do alone. You know? Yeah. So I recommend you get a business coach. If you're a veteran owned business owner or hell, if you're not a veteran and you feel you want to be part of Alliance Pride, come join the cohort. Hang out with guys like me and Bill and Billy Fedorko and all the other amazing ones we got. So what I'll yeah. do is I've also got some news for y'all. By the time this episode releases, we'll have our first newsletter uh, put out. And again, Good. I'm not a team of one no more. Right? I actually have a team. So I've been working with my team to get this newsletter ready to go. So we will have a mm -hmm. weekly newsletter brought to you from uh, Dog Whistle Branding each week to give you that actionable advice to execute. And also make sure you subscribe to Bill Watkins' newsletter at the Lions Pride. He sends that out every morning. So again, y'all aren't going at it alone. We're here to support y'all. Uh, feel free to reach out to guys like me and Bill on LinkedIn um, and keep accelerating, keep kicking ass. Yeah, and keep, keep believing in yourself like we believe in you. We would not be taking the time, making the energy, uh, no, making the time, finding the energy for this podcast if we did not believe in you. So when you look in the mirror, at least know there's two badass people, me and Iron Mike, believing in you. So now it's time to lock, load, fire. Let's take action. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we help veteran business leaders create, distribute, and grow branded podcast series in order to engage with their ideal audience. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is also powered by the Lions Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders that serves mission-driven, high-performing small business owners with at-the-ready resources, battle-tested tools, and full-service support. We're proud to support veterans and other badass business owners at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at thelionspride.com.
Thank you.